This is Circulating Ideas. I'm Steve Thomas. My guests today are Christian Larson and Marie Ingberg Erickson, founders of Library Planet, a library-focused, crowdsourced travel blog. You can find it online at libraryplanet.net. Circulating Ideas is brought to you with support from Metrics and from listeners just like you. Find out how you can help support the show by going to circulatingideas.com slash support or patreon.com slash circideas. With library budgets constantly shrinking, it's getting harder and harder to provide the resources your library patrons want and need. That's why the folks at Mometrics Test Preparation created the Mometrics eLibrary. Through their eLibrary portal, Mometrics offers study guides and practice questions for over 1,800 different exams covering college entrance, graduate school, nursing, medical, teacher certification, civil service, I'm counting this on my fingers, I'm running out of fingers, and many other careers and fields of study. All fully customizable and at a fraction of the cost of printed books. It's like having an entire library of test prep materials all at your fingertips. So, save space, save paper, and save money with Mometrics eLibrary. To get a free demo and 10% off your first purchase, visit goelibrary.com and let them know you came from Circulating Ideas by using the promo code PODCAST. That's goelibrary.com, promo code PODCAST. All right, Christian and Marie, welcome to Circulating Ideas. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to get started. Um, We're mostly going to talk about um, a new site that you guys have called Library Planet, but I wanted to get started if you guys can each tell me how did you get started in libraries? How did you get started as this as your career? Well, for my part, I kind of, when I was growing up, being a teenager, I wanted two things in my life really badly. I wanted to be an author, like Charles Bukowski or something like that. <laughs> Angry young <man> syndrome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I wanted to, either that, I wanted to be a rock star. So growing up, I, you know, pretty quickly realized that I didn't have the talent for any of those. So while I was, you know, going to school and stuff like that, I was thinking about how can I work with music or literature, uh, not as a performing artist, but in some other ways. And at some point, you know, the library just struck me as a perfect place to, you know, combine those things and to work with some things that I really cherished highly and you know to bring it to other people so i I guess basically that was you know uh, how i got started and when i was you know looking for you know what kind of educational way i should choose that the internet was just you know becoming a thing so so that was also a really exciting you know part of choosing it because it was i could clearly see how it was changing both libraries and the way we work but also you know our society so but basically you know I couldn't become a, a rock star or, you know, alpha big shot star. So I just <laughs> decided to become a library star instead, <laughs> a, a very humble one. Oh, this is this is so deep and profound. My reason is going to sound really lame now. <laughs> Oh, so, but, but I play a part in that. Though. Yes, you play a part in that. So yeah. it's a good, it's a good story. So I, but I'm going to spoil your rock star image by saying I know Christian <laughs> because my ex-boyfriend used to go to a chess boarding school with the Christian. Oh, so uh, chess so, is pretty rock and roll. 
So I knew Christian through him. And then when I was just getting out of, um, well, I was getting ready to, to choose a career. I couldn't choose because I wanted to be an architect or study history or political science. And Christian was just like, what that then you should become a librarian that's like the combination <laughs> so um but also i have i have several family members who who works in libraries who are awesome but it was actually christian's fault i'm i'm happy to take that upon my shoulders because <laughs> marie is an awesome awesome librarian it's it's, it's like a gift to the uh, library community that's another great thing that you've done christian <laughs> bring yeah. her into libraries <laughs> <laughs> Um, and do you get to do a lot with music, Christian, at your, at your library? Yeah, for a brief period, uh, I, I, I had uh, uh, electronica and uh, country uh, in my uh, portfolio at the main library in Copenhagen. And, but that was only for 10 months. Then I switched to academic libraries and, <laughs> and there was not that much music uh, in um, in 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 the the specific academic library. So for for a, a brief period. But but you forget now. Christian is the library director of Roskilde Libraries, that has the biggest uh, music festival in Denmark. Roskilde, not the library, but the library takes part in it. Yeah. So it's basically one of like the the main public libraries that focuses a lot on on music. Yeah. Have I, a huge I, collection. And... I, after after eight years in academic libraries, I recently changed to uh, public libraries uh, four months ago as director of Roskilde Libraries. And so now I'm, you know, back with the music. That's really nice. And and where are you working, Marie? I work in uh, in Gladsaxe Libraries, and I've worked mainly with the um, outreach uh, services and users with special needs, mostly dyslexia and dementia. And I do national projects on, on doing better library services to people with special needs. That's great. Also, I'd just like to add to the music because I was actually forgetting something. When I was in my <laughs> academic library career, I I established a a record label for library songs named Go to the Library Records, and we, we put out one single with with a band called La Sabosa Nueva Biblioteca, and it was it was like I think it's the first and only to date a Bossa Nova library song, <laughs> which was like appreciation to the students and faculty members as social sciences in Copenhagen that used the library. We, we put it out in 500 copies on, on vinyl. Uh, and it was, it was like, it was like a, you know, a milestone in my career to put out on, you know, actually record as crappy as it is. It <laughs> <laughs> looks really cool though. Yeah, it is. The artwork is really cool. Yeah. 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 I'm Did you play the ukulele? Uh, there's no ukulele. There's, oh. there's, there's a guitar and a bass and some percussion and then some singing. Is that song available online anywhere? Yeah, I can send you a link. There's a SoundCloud version and then there's, you know, the vinyl version. A great thing was that the the National Library in Denmark, who, you know, collects an item of everything that comes out uh, on any format that is Danish produced. Okay. In a Danish language, uh, wrote me a letter and, you know, said to me, we just want to, you know, let you know that you have neglected to give us a copy of your <laughs> material. And I was like, understand that this is real. I don't know how, you know, I guess it's when you get it printed on vinyl, the, the, the place that, you know, printed for you, just automatically send it to the National Library that there's something out on Danish and then they, you know, send you a letter. But I got the letter framed 
and it's on my wall in my office because it's, it's a really cool thing that the National Library said that they want your Bossa Nova song. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah you you, you, are a rock star. I am a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? It's all worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you can eventually, we'll talk about this a little bit, but if you eventually can make Library Planet into a book, you'll be an author too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll hit, you'll hit both of your, your life goals. Everything is coming into place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we really get into Library Planet, I do want to talk about, we talked about where you moved from academic libraries to public libraries. And uh, a couple of months back, you wrote, um, along with Marie, a blog post on your site, the Library Lab, um, about the importance of collaboration, especially between public and academic libraries, but all different kinds of libraries, that we can all learn things from each other. And that's one thing that I've always felt is important about going to conferences, is that you can talk to people from all these different kinds of libraries and learn things from each other. But can you all talk about why you feel that's important and why you wanted to write that blog post? I, it's, there's different, I think there's different you know, levels to the discussion. For my part, you know, as a person and as a library professional, just I just think it's important that you know we reach out to people who are very different to ourselves and are just a little different to ourselves. Just you know to broaden our understanding of the world. If you know if you're in a bubble and you're only talking to people that are like yourself, then you are not evolving anything. Then you're just confirming each other that you're on the right path, but maybe you're not on the right path. And I feel a little bit the same with academic and public libraries, at least in Denmark, or to my, you know, to my knowledge, you know, we are in the same business more or less. But you know, we we and you know, we know to some extent who each other are. But you know, we we are this party, and it's the same party. But we are just standing in the corners and talking to you know, public library librarians or academic librarians. We are not you know, dancing with each other, and that is really a shame. Uh, because I think that there's both on a practical level really, really many things that we could do to make things better for people in society and in academic communities, but also just, you know, to, you know, there's many values connected with libraries and librarianship that just ties us together and, you know, just to make a, you know, more collective and and, and integrated library voice towards decisions makers and societies, it would be better if we just, you know, stood together and talked that library course that be, you know, towards a community in, in society or towards a university. Um, and and that, that is kind of that story and that, you know, connection is kind of lacking, at least in Danish context. We are talking, we are, we are telling two different stories. And of course, there is, you know, a huge difference between public libraries and academic libraries. But the values and, you know, the storytelling is very much alike. And I think it would be stronger if we told that story together instead of telling two different mm-hmm. stories. But also, I think I feel like we both experienced that a lot of the the things that we are developing in well, we're developing in each of our settings were actually the same, but we had different, like we had different words for the same things mm. and we had different uh, uh, projects evolving, but right. where we could learn stuff from each other that were kind of evolving alongside each other, but not uh, benefiting from each other's work. So uh, yeah. Yeah, trying to make more of a common language between the two. Uh, sectors. Yeah, and there's, you know, I think, you know, libraries to me, it's it's about people, and mm-hmm. and and I think, and I think to many people, a library is just a library. I mean, I mean, I I I'm, 
an academic library, what, what is that? I mean, a library is a library to many people, I think. It's, it's a place for, for, for different kind of services and, um, and that holds different kind of values. So, of course, there is some interest for us as library systems to tell them what kind of library it is. But for I mean, I meet people all the time who can't understand why can they, you know, take out this book from a university library and just bring it back to the local public library. It's a library for God's sake. And, you know, so, so there is, you know, I think we, if we could tie that storytelling together to, to you know, to, to meet that understanding of libraries as, as, a, as a concept, it will make the, the library case better for everybody. And, you know, there's just a basic and very, you know, a common example on, you know, we could call it information literacy or data literacy. It, that is what I used to call it when I was in academic libraries. And, you know, we were focusing on students and, uh, and faculty members trying to, you know, make them literate towards searching information and uh, understanding how data works and different kind of ways. And But we only, you know, focused on those people as students or faculty members. We didn't, you know, care when they moved on into public life, or we didn't care how what baggage they came with when they come from their studies, or from, you know, if they just come from a regular job and move into an academic job. Uh, we just focused on that bubble that was students and, re and um, faculty members. And in public libraries, we are, you know, focusing on, um, maybe we focus on youngest or, or elders or just regular people. And in school libraries, they're focusing on pupils going to school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's no, it's, it's the same people. But as libraries, we are, you know, only focusing on, you know, the the place uh, on how they fit into our, you know, library reality. And there's no connection between what we do towards making them information literate in school, in university, and in their private life and whatever in the part of life that, are, that we, we are, as, as Marie says, we are, you know, calling it different things. We are not connecting uh, our different efforts, you know, to, to lift people up to a certain level. And that is just, you know, one, I think, great example of how we could really be better at, you know, working together as public and academic libraries. And I think that's also the whole movement of, uh, of other sectors using uh, fiction, like the health uh, uh, services and the social services using fiction more and more uh, to help people. One thing that public library really <laughs> has down is mani managing uh, how you how you uh, can do at like a good study circle on, on fiction, and you could right. use that in very a lot of different um, a lot of different uh, educations. Going forward, as Christian was saying, a lot of times when you're somebody leaves one library, they might go to another library. Like if they're at the ac academic library, they're the student. When they go home, they're going to the public library, and we encounter that a lot. I don't know about Danish schools, but in the U.S., um, students get the summer off from school. They get June and July generally. They don't go to school, um, so that's when the, but then the public library becomes their. So that, that we get to. That, that's why anyone y'all hear about all the summer summer reading programs that we do at the libraries in the U.S. because we're trying to take up that because the kids can't just go two months without reading. <laughs> so we want to no. keep educating them, keep them going. So we try to encourage that over the summer. So that's why that's really really important for us to keep talking to each other so we can keep because because those kids kind of become our responsibility over the summer <laughs> to take care yeah. of in public libraries. 
And I think that's maybe kind of the same for university students. We keep hearing about young people being really stressed and we know that reading fiction can help mm-hmm. that and help people relax and, and kind of unwind from from studies also. Yes. Yeah, it's funny about reading as a, you know, as a as a discipline. I, I open my newspaper every morning uh, or some other media and I, I you know, I, I just read a lot of stuff that is really unhealthy for me. It's unhealthy to smoke or to eat too much meat or to take drugs or to work too much and different kinds of stuff. I never ever crossed any article of, you know, person who said, hey, you guys, it's really, really unhealthy to read. <laughs> you know? So and I, I just think we should cherish that and just, you know, it's really healthy. No, even no matter what you're reading, the, the discipline of reading is really good for people. Keep on reading, kids. <laughs> yeah, and it's really good for engaging your brain and keeping it going. I mean, so even as we get older, you know, and our our brains kind of slow down and stuff, but that's that, that's a good way to keep your brain kind of energized, and so it's good for us as we get older as well. So, yes, I don't. <laughs> you know <what>? Get older. <laughs> uh, so you you don't read or you don't get older. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't read. I, don't. <laughs> I read so I don't get older. <laughs> and you're a rock star too. <laughs> Um, mostly wanted to have you guys on to talk about Library Planet. And um, the way I heard that you had first pitched it was kind of doing a lonely planet for libraries. So before we get started, just to make sure listeners understand, can you kind of explain what Lonely Planet is? Yeah, Lonely Planet, uh, to me, I mean, I remember when I was traveling uh, when I was younger, I always had this thick book as a Lonely Planet with me. So Lonely Planet was like, Lonely Planet for Indonesia, for instance. It was like mm-hmm. a key. It was pre-internet. Yes. So for me, very, Lonely Planet to me is very much the physical book, thick book, pre-internet. Uh, so it was very much a key to a country or a community. I still do it. Don't you still do it? Yeah, I still do it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I get the book before I go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just a wonderful way to, you know, get cracking on a country or a new place. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a window to a place. You know, it's it's just a goldmine of you know different kind of. I just think it's really well put together. It's a brilliant concept in itself. Yeah, especially the original vision of it because I I had had like an idea of like I understood what you meant by Lonely Planet for libraries, but I went ahead and did some research back on the history of Lonely Planet and stuff. And um, it's the, the founders really had that vision of it. I mean, now it's owned by like some big corporation or something. But, yeah, but um, it was just a, it was just like a, a guy and a girl that traveled that started yeah. writing it, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like, only repeating history. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought that when, you know, when I was, you know, many of, you know, if it's a country, at least in the old days, many of the articles was actually just a, a few persons who has been traveling depending on the size of the country. And I just thought to myself, that must be the coolest job in the world. <laughs> to make a lonely planet for you know whatever country yeah. just you know to get a paycheck to just travel and to write about it yeah, yeah. And, and from what i would have read from what, I, what i was reading that sounded like that's what it was i mean basically they would just people just go on a trip and then they would come back and write about it so yeah exactly so um so what was your idea for library planet well actually christian has a um instagram account that's called library love stories where he posts a lot of pictures of uh, of libraries and I was traveling to a lot of libraries in Denmark and asked him if he wanted the pictures. Oh, yeah. I think that's how we got to talking about because I was like, I always enjoy looking at the pictures at the libraries he's been at. And I was like, so I have all these pictures from all these libraries in Denmark. Do you want them? 
And then we just talked about how it's kind of difficult when you travel to find like the right, like the really cool little library, because it's always if there is a library in the guidebook, it's always like the big flagship libraries mm-hmm. or the national right. libraries. Right. No, but we want to see like the little local library or the cool academic library that does something special. And you're like, oh, somebody should make a, a lonely planet for library. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kristen, he's like, he tweets faster than I talk. <laughs> so while we were having this conversation, he tweeted it. And then just so many people uh, wrote back, oh, yeah, that would be so great. That, And then we just did it. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, more or less the story, you know. And we were just talking about how, how you know, the, the two things, how great it is to travel. I mean, that that is not, you know, people. some people don't like to travel, but me and Marie likes to travel. Uh-huh. And we haven't, you know, a talk about our future travels and, you know, how you always, as a library person, or at least like Marie and myself, are visiting libraries when you travel. And it just it says something about a place, a community, when you walk into the library. It's a great way to... As a library professional, to gain some inspiration, of course, and to meet some cool people, but also to get a sense of the place you're visiting. So, and we were just like, yeah, man, we just need that lonely planet for libraries for us, you know, to go around. And then we just, yeah, did the tweet and, you know, people went nuts. And then, okay, let's do it. How do we do it? And so we put up, you know, just like a regular WordPress and decided we don't travel far enough to do it. So that made it everybody's, you know, platform. Let, let's make it crowdsourced. And, you know, just like yesterday, we got like six libraries in the inbox for different places around the world. I think over the weekend, we got like 12. Yeah. So, like, I, I, in my wildest dreams, I, we have 30 yeah, on have the block right now. 30, and I think libraries. we have at least 10 waiting to yeah. go up. We, I did not think it would go this fast. We just We just did it a month ago. That's great. Yeah, I, I, I've, I, I always do that too. I always visit libraries when I go out um, visiting, traveling, traveling somewhere. <laughs> I, I will. I will. I, I got to find a. I got to see if I have some pictures from some libraries that I visited. I the one I remember in particular is when I went. We, my wife and I went to New Zealand for a vacation, and I went to the main library in. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name. The capital. Um, but we went to the, we went to the library there and we went in and I was like, Oh, I'm going to take pictures. So I, just t- I started taking pictures inside and a security guard came up and told me, you're not allowed to take pictures inside of this library. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I was, I wasn't allowed to. And he's like, Oh, you're American. Yeah. You can take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so we had a nice little conversation where he, where he was like, Oh, you work at a library in the United States and blah, blah, blah. So we talked a lot. And so that was, it was a fun conversation, but I was a little scared at first. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to take photos, but was he like in uniform? He was, yes. No, he was. I mean, he, he was definitely the, he was the security guard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. So, what's your what's your favorite library you've been to? Was that it? That's probably it. I also, um, my wife and I went on a cruise to um, Alaska, and there were some little bitty and some little fishing villages up in Alaska that they had little bitty libraries, and those were fun to go visit too. Those were not always open because they were only open like one day a week or something like that. But uh-huh. those were really nice too. I really want those on the block, though. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I have any pictures of those, but I, I think I do have the of the, the New Zealand one at least. So I will yeah. see what I've, I will see what I've got. <laughs> oh, that would be great. But Maria has a really great point about Library Planet. That it's you know when you when you know like every week in my feed on Twitter on Facebook or whatever, I, you know I, I across those articles that says like the ten most 
fantastic libraries in mm-hmm. the world, mm-hmm. you know, those kind. And those are truly, you know, fantastic libraries. They are often, you know, really historical or great architecture or just, you know, huge, something like that. But, but, but you know, we cross them all the time and we really want to open the world to, you know, regular small-time rural community libraries that just make a difference to people and, you know, can inspire. Because if you're working at a local library in a middle-sized town somewhere in nowhere, and it's hard to be inspired by the Black Diamond in Copenhagen or the new UPI library in Helsinki. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, a different world, but you can get, get inspired about, you know, other, you know, small libraries like yourself that are maybe just doing things a little bit different or just uh, having a different sense of things or talking about things in a different way yeah, or something maybe they like have that. a cool display or yeah, they exactly. have a, a great service that you could do yourself and that is one thing and the other thing is that hopefully it's not only library people that is you know checking oh, into right yeah it's checking into library planners so we also really want to show the world that all those articles about, you know, big landmark architectural libraries, that is not only the world that is libraries. There is tons and thousands of tons. It's actually, you know, the, the basic of, of libraries in the world are pretty small libraries that are just, you know, doing a really, really good and important job every day for the communities. So we really just want to open that, you know, open that, open, open those windows for, yeah. for people. And actually, a lot of the people writing about libraries well, we have both the library professionals and people who are just library users writing about the libraries. Mm-hmm. And one of the greatest uh, thing about the blog is people write, uh, they write like the blog post about the library, but then they write in the mail to us like, I am so grateful I got this opportunity to highlight my <laughs> local library or the library that my great grandmother used to go to that I went to visit because they had some some uh, local files I wanted to have something from the local newspapers and they tell us the stories of, about how they love their libraries and it's so it's 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 awesome it's just oh, yeah it's really nice it's really tragic <laughs> we love it yeah we love it we love it yeah well, well part 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 of what you guys are saying though it kind of ties back to that earlier conversation we had about collaboration that you're learning from all these different libraries that you're traveling to so yeah yeah and they're all different libraries. Like some of them are historic libraries, some of them are public, some of them are academic. And and I, I think also one of the the things about those articles with the top ten greatest libraries, like it's the same kind of libraries. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And and people going to to our blog to look at libraries, they'll see different kind of li- like I, I must admit I'm guilty of as a public librarian mainly reading stuff about public libraries and mainly mm-hmm. going to public libraries when I travel. Uh, and I'm getting inspired to go see some other things now. That's great. Um, so let's talk about contributions. So if people want to contribute, how do, they, how do they do that? And what kind of stuff do you want? You want text and pictures, stuff like that? It's pretty, you know, we just, you know, we just wanted to make it pretty easy and simple. So it's actually just an email. What What is travel library planet? The, the at gmail at gmail.com yeah so so people and then we have you know set some you know guidelines for contributions like where's the library located is it a public library or academic library um what is you know what is your um, we, we we don't want it to be we don't want to make like a recipe we no want... no we don't want it we don't we want people to make reviews of libraries we just right. want them to tell us about you know the specific experience they are getting when they visited this library and that can be very personal 
you know, it could just be, you know, more overall uh, fact-based in, in, in for some people. But yeah, so so that is basically that. I mean, we also we do one pictures. Yeah, we do one pictures. That is uh, that is kind of we haven't posted anything without pictures. It's an important part of it to actually, you know, give the extra dimension that is pictures to to a visit. Um, I, I think two things that is we, we, we encourage people to talk to people. At, at the visit, if they know that they're going to write it to add something to to Library Planet, we encourage people to you know talk to some from the staff, maybe to talk to some maybe of the, the security user. guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just to you know, just to also take that dimension. What kind of life? How is it to work there? What is what is important at this library? How does the you know one specific user that they are just crossing? How do they feel about it? And we also you know people are you know kind of positive when they write about other libraries and that is you know both understandable and also pretty great but you know I, I really try to embrace failures and I kind of you know really like failures as, as long as they don't happen too often uh, at least not the same failure more than once mm-hmm. but you know I think I just think we can learn a lot of what is not working that great so if, if people want to you know just pinpoint something that is kind of weird or twisted or kind of a fail, then it's also cool if they do it in, you know, in a, in a, in a great way. In a nice way. In a nice way, yeah. yeah. We don't want people to be sorry when they read the blog post. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and, and also, you know, sometimes it's also really nice if people take a look outside the library and just what kind of neighborhood is this located? Is there, you know, what kind of community is this to also get that dimension? It's kind of important thing about libraries that it's not only the building, but, you know, mm-hmm. the whole place that where, where it's located also because we wanted this to be read in both an inspirational way but actually also when people are traveling to this specific place so it might be nice you know just to know about that really excellent gin bar that is around the corner or whatever so so we also encourage people to do that and what, what kind of feedback have you all gotten from people have people have been positive about it yes so positive <laughs> It well, it's really been so much fun because people are writing s- such really nice messages to us, like, "Oh, thank you for doing this," and "I'm going to use this when I travel." Or we we've had a lot of mails from people who are like, "I am going to this place in three months, and I will write you a post." And it just people are, well, it turns out they're more library travelers than us. <laughs> they also want to know what the great library is to go to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been yeah, extremely positive. I never felt so, you know, beloved in my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> you feel even more like a rock star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we mentioned earlier that you guys um, talked about where you might eventually want to publish a book about it. Is that right? Yeah, we would love to. It would be so great. We have to get funding from somewhere. Of course. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it, it, because, you know, we, I, I, I like the, when I'm going traveling someplace, I, I like the feeling, as we talked about before, of having the book in my hand and just to dig into, you know, just to browse through a country through that book, you know. And and we thought it could be really cool and nice to recreate that feeling if if you know if the content was of a quality where it makes sense and if we could get some funding straight and stuff like that, then you know maybe at some time when we have enough content, it could be really cool to you know discover that path. Yeah, I mean, you could even do some kind of crowdfunding thing, a Kickstarter or something, something like that. Yeah. So. Let me ask you, Steve, would you read the book if there was a book? 
Of course I would. <laughs> ah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now you <laughs> promised us. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, now you, don't don't charge too much for it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. <laughs> Yeah, no, man, that that would that, that would be a really fun book. Even even just to have, even if you're not going to ever visit those places, just to be able to flip through and look at the pictures and read about those libraries and stuff. And that that I mean, that that's a great thing. Yeah. I feel like like reading all of the posts, and of course we we might be reading them a little bit more thoroughly because we're in <laughs> yeah. as well. But I I kind of feel like um you know when you think people are really beautiful because you know like i i think christian is really beautiful just because he's such a good person <laughs> but like like you think your own kids are way more beautiful than everybody else right it's the way i feel about libraries like a, a great building is just like a beautiful building is just even more beautiful because it's a library because you know what it stands for and you like what it like what it does yes absolutely <laughs> Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want people to know about um, the site? Uh, I, I guess you gave the address before. Um, what's the address? What's the web address for the the, sure. the URL? Oh, it's libraryplanet.net. Oh, good. You got a good. You got a good URL. <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, looking at it, and I, I was like, we should just have made it libraryplanet.net. Oh. <laughs> oh God! It's too late now. Oh. Well, you could, you could. It's not too late. You could still do it. Yeah, we're <laughs> just, just in the process. Re- redirect. Of making, so. We're just in the process of making, you know, some merchandise and stuff like that, badges and T-shirts. So, I think, and we have made a new logo. Will be, mm-hmm. you know, very cool logo because very you need cool. a you, you need a logo. Uh, so, so yeah, I think it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, okay. Well, the, but but the, like the, the merchandise that could be not be nice. Like I have a T-shirt that looks like a, like a like a travel T-shirt one you'd pick up at a touristy kind of store or something somewhere. Yeah, totally, totally. It could be like you know the the Hard Rock Cafe T-shirt. Yes, That's right. Library. For the library yeah. world, there you go. See. <laughs> exactly. But now you have to open a restaurant and everything too. So. No, no, because we all we have all the libraries. Oh, that's true. Yes, okay. all the libraries you visit all yes. over the world just have the T-shirt, and, and then you yeah. get it. And it could be Library Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we should uh, have Glossaxe Library Planet Roskilde. Yeah, we, we this is have, a great concept. We should, we should have like a check-in app. <laughs> so when so some people, you know, that have like awesome. from this date, I have visited sixty-four out of one hundred and twenty libraries and Library Planet or something like that. That could be really cool. There you go. Mo- yeah, mobile, mobile developers get in touch with Christian and Marie <laughs> about yeah. making an app for them. So that's that, that would that would, that would actually be really cool. Or you could like you could vote on your favorite library. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have so many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just getting started. <laughs> just getting started. And you said you have about what do you say about thirty right now at this point? Yeah. I just put one on, so that I think that makes it thirty. Yeah, we have thirty, and then we have ten or twelve uh, on hold that is going to be published in the coming days. And how long does it take you guys generally to go through and approve? Well, it depends on how much that person, the person that wrote on, wrote, uh, worked on it. Like yeah. I, I had one that was like that had like a note system. It was a really cool, like really thorough text and then all the pictures were corresponding to some part in the text and that took me a while <laughs> but it was really good once it uh, once it once i got it up but it's really different some people will write like 200 words and send four pictures and some some people send like two pages and 
and 15 pic- pictures, so so it varies a lot. Yeah, and sometimes it takes like five minutes. It's actually yeah. just you know to read it through and to set it up, uh, and that takes like no time. And and you know sometimes you are you're in doubt on something in the text, and you have to correspond with people on is that how I you know is it supposed to be understand this way or mm-hmm. what do you mean about it? And then it takes a bit longer. Yeah. Sometimes people only send pictures, <laughs> and, yeah. and then we have to like could you put on some words too? Or sometimes people. <laughs> Next, there are no pictures, and then we have to talk about pictures yeah. and stuff like that. So it's it varies a lot. And yeah. so, do do you all do a lot of editing on them? Do you put like make them sound a little better, maybe, or anything, anything like that? Uh, some people ask us to to like go through the, the the text because they don't feel confident in their written English, and right. but. Yeah. yeah. Again, very different. Yeah, very different. I, I think the the basic quality of what people are sending in the it's first really rabbit is really pretty good. Yeah, I think I think it, we we want it when it's you know published on the side. You know, we want it to be readable. We don't want it to you know we want you know to make a product uh, you know a, a source of inspiration that is that people actually want to sit down and read. So we so we we try to have a certain you know standard mm-hmm. for for what we publish. And I guess if and I think the standard is it's pretty fine right now. So I get it's reflecting when people are reading through the blog and seeing, oh, this is you know the type of content that they're publishing. Then I'm trying, I'm trying to you know frame that in some way and you know be be within that. So so I guess it's you know it 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 affects how people are you know providing you know content to Library yes. Planet. Well, Could- we also talked to some people about maybe helping them with translating. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, if yeah, there are some to... folks from Uruguay who, you know, wasn't really feeling anything but confident in, you know, writing in English. So we talked about they could just send it over and then we will work on translating it, in it somehow. So, yeah, I was going to ask about that. What, 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 what all countries and continents have you gotten contributions from so far? Oh, we, we have a map. We have an interactive map on the blog. Did you see it? Yes. Yes. I think we have. Um, so we have the Americas and we have Europe and we have Asia and we have Oceania and we have Africa. I think we're pretty much no penguins writing from Antarctica yet. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're waiting for your Alaska one. Also, South America is yeah. really kind of missing. We, there must yeah. be some really cool, you know, we have actually we have quite a few from North America, only three or four, I think. And so, and South America, we don't have any at all. So we really want something from South America. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything from Australia? No. No, but and, we have New Zealand. And also the whole, you know, Russia and mm-hmm. Ukraine and all the giant area could also be really cool to have some more from Africa, India. That could yes. be really great. But, oh, we yeah. had one from India writing, but then he didn't send any pictures and he never wrote back. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's but, a shame. Yeah, but we want to get them from all over the place. We have most from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> but not that many actually. Yeah. That's great though. I mean and 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 that's good that you're you're um willing to help people out with the English part of it too because that, that that's going to help make it more international and stuff that people feel like yeah, they exactly, can exactly. they don't have to. And we don't like some people ask us if we want to do posts in other languages and I think that that would be really hard for me because I don't I don't I, like I don't read Spanish to a level that I would be able to um, so I think we're going to keep it in one language. Yeah. So like so, you know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I, I assume that's why you guys um, chose English, just because to make it, since that's what most of the world 
kind of has I think some most understanding of Chinese if you're talking yeah. in terms of numbers. But yes, but, yeah. 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 <laughs> so do you, do you have any? Do you have anything from China? Yeah, wondering. we have uh, we have Shanghai Library. I was okay. there like a month ago. I visited uh, Shanghai and visited Shanghai Public Library. So I wrote a post from there. Great. And we have one more, don't we? The Children's Library from Sidong or something like that? Uh, is that China? I thought that was... Or maybe it's not China. I think that's in Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah I think you're right about that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but you know, Steve. You know, when the book comes out and be a giant bestseller, we will get trans it, it translated into <laughs> exactly. a whole lot of languages. <laughs> right, dozens of languages. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you know what we have going for this book is everybody buying books in libraries. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna want to buy these books. Yep, yep. <laughs> Thinking about it, it would be the perfect Christmas gift for you know library professionals. Yeah. I, I got I got two books about libraries for Christmas this year. So. Yeah, obvious, yeah. obvious, yeah. obvious. Yeah, yeah. It will come out, you know, just before Christmas uh, this year. Yeah. This year. <laughs> and Marie's like, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's, he's gonna like in two seconds. There's gonna be a tweet about like, so this book is coming out. Do you want to pre-order? <laughs> Put up a pre-order link. Yeah. Well, when, whenever the book does come out, I hope you guys can will come back on the podcast and talk about it again, so we can yeah, get to. you some promotion. Sure, sure, sure. We sent you a copy, Thomas. Yeah. Steve. Oh yes, thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll buy one too, but yeah, you can send me one in advance. Yeah, yeah. Then and you, you have to buy one for your library also. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Christian and Marie, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about um, your site and the collaboration that way. I think that was a great discussion as well. Um, any last words you'd like to give for the listeners about anything in particular, the, the site or Danish libraries or anything like that? Oh, Danish libraries are so cool. <laughs> yeah, come to Denmark. <laughs> They're really cool. We do hear a lot of good things about you guys. <laughs> but libraries in general are really cool. But um, I, I, I guess one thing, if anybody goes traveling and goes to a library that is already featured on, on Library Planet and they use it, they should totally tell us. That would be so cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. If yeah, they go yeah. to a, visit a library because they see it on Library Planet. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Yeah. yeah, we want to know yeah. that. And then, yeah, and then, you know, just to everybody who has already contributed, thank you so much yeah. for, you know, you know, all the libraries and all the kind words and all, you know, it's been just, you know, me and Marie is so thrilled about this. It's really great. And to all the rest of you guys, just, you know, Sit down, write a little piece, and send it in, and let's you know just share the library story for all of us. Yeah, because like, cause like I then, said, I, I think most librarians I think do that whenever they visit somewhere, they go to the, they go to the local library. So now, when you next time you go, take a picture, write something up, send it to Christian Murray. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, we, we are not we are not looking for you know like huge amount of text and stories and really thorough you know reviews of libraries. We are just interested in you know in small stories that can unveil, you know, what kind of library is this, you know, and what kind of community is it operating in? Mm. Can I learn something from it? So that would be great. And, you know, Steve, thank you for, you know... For asking us. Yeah, Yeah. thank you for asking us, and thank you for your awesome podcast. Oh, you're welcome. And 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 as soon as I heard about the project, I I think I instantly... First first tweet I saw, I think I wrote you guys on Twitter and said, hey, you got to come on and do this. (laughs) So I'm glad you guys agreed to do so, because I I definitely want to help you guys spread the message about it, so... Thank, Thank you. you so much. You. All right, you guys have a good day. Thank you, you too. too. You too. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Circulating Ideas is produced by Steve Thomas in the suburbs of Atlanta. Views expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of my place or work or the place of work of guests. 
For past interviews, visit circulatingideas.com and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, or your podcast app of choice. And help others find the show by leaving a rating or a review. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cirque Ideas or like the show's Facebook page. Music is by Pamela Klicka. Thanks for listening and keep circulating your ideas. In your time at the library, a teenage group drinking alcohol, a scene by sociologist's eyeball, a work in field of theoretical anthropology and intellectuals, the world of ours, a world of choice. Economies, man, a powerful voice. We help you find all the text on your mind. Lost in your time at the library. Subject to all our compliance is the journals of political science. Being about the wars and the tactical Views of those can be very elastical Your eyes are sore Your knees are raw Your head hangs low So let it go We help you find